Welcome to the Focus Church Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that it inspires you and gives you a fresh perspective. Enjoy the sermon. Come on, aren't you excited to be a part of a church that is seeing lives changed? My name is Mike. I am the pastor here at this incredible church called Focus Church. And you are joining us live right now on YouTube, Facebook. And I just wanted to say welcome home. If you stumbled across this by accident, maybe your third cousin from Nebraska shared this somehow, some way, and uh, you came across this live stream. I just want to say welcome. If you're new to the church, I would love for you just to type, I'm new, in the comment section. We'd love an opportunity to be able to follow up with you. And I'd love in the comment section for you just to let me know where you're watching from. I've got a split screen here uh, next to me that shows me the YouTube comments and the Facebook comments. I'd love to know where you're watching from, and and uh, maybe 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 just shout out to your to your mom. I know my mom is probably watching from Spain. Mom, I love you so much. Uh, my my mother-in-law might be watching. I don't know from Lakeland, Florida. Dawn, love you so much. And uh, my wife, the hero of our household, the first lady of Focus Church, Ashton. I love you so much. Happy Mother's Day to all the incredible moms and all the ladies. One thing I know about Mother's Day, too, is sometimes it surfaces emotions that might not be as celebratory, might not be as um, fun. Sometimes uh, Mother's Day reminds you that you didn't have a great relationship with your mother or that you didn't have uh, a, a mom growing up. Or maybe you recently lost your mother and you're going through grief. And even with times like these, it's really challenging to have a, a season of grief and to understand like this is uh, a day where a lot of people celebrate, but many people are struggling. And I just want to say that we're with you. And uh, if you're struggling right now and you're suffering, I want to let you know that I love you so much and that we've been praying for you and that we're standing with you and that uh, we know that the grace of God and the love of God is greater than the grief that you are currently suffering with. And I just wanted to say uh, we love you as a church. We did our very best to try to reach almost every single household that we could find uh, recently uh, to bring you a flower. I trust that you received that. If you didn't get that, I know there's a couple more routes that they're taking today. But last I heard, it was over 400 houses that got visited uh, in order for uh, the roses to be delivered, hand-delivered. That is a huge operation, and I want to thank everyone involved. And uh, we just want to honor all the moms and all the ladies today. In the comment section below, would you put the clap emoji and let them know how grateful you are, how grateful you are for every volunteer I'm so grateful. I ran into someone at the store uh, yesterday, and they handed me they handed me a, a check, and they said, "Now, preacher, I don't do that internet stuff. I don't I don't give online. I don't I don't I don't deal with you know Russians and things." So he said, "This is my 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 tithe," and he handed me his tithe. And I just want to thank all those that are being faithful to give, uh, even during this time. I just want to thank you for those that are giving faithfully, financially, and uh, generously. It's because of that gift of generosity that we're able to see lives changed through Christ. One final thing before we get into the word today, we are uh, working on reopening this church, praise God. And uh, what we've done is we've created a completely anonymous survey for you to let us know uh, your comfort level 
and how you would like for us to proceed. This isn't a voting system, but it is a way for us to gauge your level of comfort when it comes to returning back to worship at our physical locations. And so if you go to focus.church slash reopen, focus.church slash reopen, you can fill out the survey there. It's completely anonymous. You can say all the things that you want to say and uh, share with us your heart. We just want to be able to gauge the response. We want to know uh, how quickly should we ramp this thing up or how slowly should we ramp this thing up and what precautions we need to take that maybe we haven't thought of. Trust me, we've thought of as many as we can, but as we begin the pro this process, I want to encourage you to go to focus.church slash reopen and fill out that survey today. And uh, I'm just excited to preach. Are you excited for God's word today? In the comment section today, I got two screens right over here, and I'm just checking on them right now. Let me see. Uh, we got people with giving uh, clap emojis on YouTube, a lot of comments on YouTube today, a lot of people tuning in on Facebook as well. Man, we just want to say thank you for joining us. Man, we are we, we are we are coming we are watching from home. We are so excited. Good work for the good word today. Darren Ford, yes, sir. Come on, somebody. Everybody's talking in the comments section. We're so glad that you're here. If you have a copy of God's Word, let's go ahead and grab it. We're going to go to the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah. My uh, challenge is to preach on Mother's Day, and I i don't know. I can't remember the last time I spoke on Mother's Day. Uh, usually, I allow the First Lady to preach on Mother's Day, but this year, I get the incredible opportunity to do so. So Isaiah 54, Isaiah 54. Speaking of the future glory of Jerusalem, not just speaking of a, a person, but actually a people of God. And this is what it says. Verse 1 says, Sing, O childless woman, you who have never given birth, break into a loud, joyful song, O Jerusalem. You who have never been in labor, for the desolate woman now has more children than the, women, than the woman who lives with her husband, says the Lord. I'm going to preach that one more time because I want to speak to someone who feels like they can't participate in Mother's Day. Like God hasn't been good enough to you yet. Like you haven't received the blessing that we just sung about. But I want to let you know, here's what it says. Sing, O childless woman. You who have never given birth, break into a loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem. You who have never been in labor, for the desolate woman has more children than the woman who lives with her husband, says the Lord. Today I'd like to preach to you from the subject, a prenatal praise. A prenatal praise. Can I get somebody in the comment section who knows all about giving birth? That sometimes you got to praise it before you see it. Sometimes you got to shout it before you see it. Sometimes you got to give God praise for what's inside of you before you've ever seen it come to be. I came to declare today dreams, visions, prophecies, miracles, signs, and wonders that you have internally will be manifested externally by the end of all this because you are going to learn to praise him even before you see it in in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, a prenatal praise. Father, use your word. We ask that you would pour out your spirit. Teach us something today, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I don't want to claim, I don't want to claim to know what it's like to have a child. <laughs> I know I'm, 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 I'm tiptoeing on dangerous ground to, to try to even profess to know what it's like to give birth to a child, but I do know what it's like to give birth to a dream. 
I do know what it's like to give birth to a vision. I do know what it's like to have something in your mind that doesn't line up with what you see outside. I do know what it's like to not fully grasp the full implications of the vision that God has given you. I do understand what it's like to have a burning desire inside your heart to do something greater than yourself. So I might not know what it's like to be a mother, but I do know what it's like to go through the process of birthing a vision, the process of birthing a dream, the process of birthing a call. And I want to let you know, everyone at the sound of my voice is pregnant with purpose. You're pregnant with passion. You're pregnant with prophetic words that were spoken over you as a child. And so you might not be a mother watching this today, but you have been given something, a gift, a call, something that is irrevocable, something that cannot be taken away, something that cannot be stolen from you. And I want to take you through the process of what it takes to be completely manifest with the vision that God has given you says, single, childless woman, you were never, you, you who have never given birth, break into a loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem, for the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband. A prenatal praise. A prenatal praise. The first phase of the prenatal praise is evaluation. Evaluation. Anybody remember uh, maybe you're a parent out there. You remember the, the time that you took the pregnancy test for the first time? Uh, I remember this time. <laughs> it's quite funny. We were young, in love, married, very young. Don't recommend uh, it for everyone, but we had known each other since we were little children. And so we were decided to get married early on. And four months into our marriage, um, my wife was taking antibiotics while at the same time taking birth control. And no one had told us, no one had mentioned to us that taking antibiotics while on birth control uh, canceled each other out. And so we came to a very quick surprise four months into our marriage, a blessing. We were going to have a child. But um, my wife was nervous to tell me, <laughs> to tell me. One morning I, I woke up and I, I went to the restroom and I looked over to the left-hand side and on the counter was this test. It was a, there, was a, there was a pregnancy test. And the problem is, is that I had no idea what the test meant. I had never seen one. <laughs> I had never taken one. And I had also no idea what plus plus meant, what minus plus meant, what minus minus meant. Like this, is, this was 12 years ago, so there wasn't like an app that you could use on your phone now to determine whether or not you were going to have a child. It was like a, this, it was, a, it was new technology. It was old technology, and I was confused. So I'm rummaging through the trash can in the bathroom trying to find the box of the pregnancy test. In order to figure out what plus plus meant. Does plus plus mean you have one? Does plus plus mean you're good? I don't know. And so it always starts with a test. Anything that you have inside of you that God is called to manifest always starts with a test. He will test you to see if you can handle the pressure of being pregnant with what he wants for you to manifest. Abraham was given his son told to take him to the altar, told to take him to the altar. To, he was tested 
by God to take his oldest son to the altar, Isaac, up to the mountaintop. Why? Because God had given a promise, but every time you start, there's always an evaluation. There's always a test. Maybe that's the season that you're in right now. God is testing you to see if what he's called you to do can handle the pressure of the person that you are becoming. That's why I think it's so important that during this phase that you look at God's testing, not as punishment for your past, but instead as preparation for your future. The test simply reveals what was already there. The test just confirms your suspicions. Maybe God has sent the test that you're currently in to, to, to confirm the suspicions that you had about the dream that you had, to confirm the call that you had. Here, here's what it says in God's word in John 6, 6. They were talking about feeding a bunch of people, and Jesus asked Philip, where are we going to get all the food? And it says that he was testing Philip. For he already knew what he was going to do. If you are being tested this morning, chances are God already has the plan in mind. He already knows what he's going to do. He's not asking you those questions. He's not taking you through this process. He's not stretching you during this time just so that you can remain the same. He already knows the result. He already knew that he was going to feed those people. He already knew that he was going to feed the crowd. He already knew what he was going to do. So he asked Philip just to confirm what he already knew he was going to do. If you're being tested right now, I want to let you know it's because God already knows what he's going to do with you. He's testing you. First step is evaluation. Evaluation. You feel like something's weird. You feel like something's off. The test doesn't change the result. It simply confirms what is already there. We are in a testing season as a church and a testing season as a globe and a testing season. I'm in, I'm in a testing season as a pastor. And I want to let you know that evaluation is confirmation. The fact that you are being tested means God has something more in store for you than ever before. The fact that you are being tested is so critical. The second phase is gestation. This is the hiding phase. Gestation means to carry or to bear, to hold on to. Some of you have something that's heavy on your heart, that's heavy on your soul. Some of you have something inside of you that you can't bear the weight of it any longer, but it's going to take some time to develop. It's got to remain a, a secret. It's got to remain quiet because if you reveal it to the wrong person at the wrong time, it, it'll be too premature. Here's what Psalm 139 says in the message translation. It says, oh, yes. You shaped me first inside, then out. You formed me in my mother's womb. I thank you, high God. You're breathtaking. Body and soul, I am marvelously made. I worship in adoration. What a creation. You have to praise him even in the process. What a creation. You know me inside and out. You know every bone in my body. You know exactly how I was made, bit by bit. How I was sculpted from nothing into something like an open book. You watched me grow from conception to birth. All the stages of my life were spread out before you. The days of my life all prepared before I ever lived one day. God knows you from the inside out. He has been preparing this pregnancy for you all along. 
He has been preparing this prophetically since the beginning of time. Do not hesitate. Do not wait. Do not wonder. Do not question. Do not abort the God's dream that is on your life because I know right now it feels like a heavy weight inside of you, like you don't know what to do next. But I want to let you know he has your entire life planned out from beginning to end. He knows what it's like to carry the weight of the world on his shoulders. And you carry an anointing, a heavy burden, a call of God for certain people, a call of God to, to, to minister and to, to, to raise your family right and to keep your marriage strong and to break generational curses. I don't know what you're carrying right now, but that season of gestation is just simply developing in you the disciple that you need to be. Don't worry. Because it is when the seed is in the ground that is establishing a root system. It is when the seed is in the dark that it is growing stronger. It is when the seed is pushed underneath the pressure of the earth where it is growing stronger. Do not worry if you feel like you're in hiding right now. I feel like a lot of us feel like we're in hiding, but it won't last for long. It won't last for long because here's what I know. I know that eventually... God's word will manifest itself in your life, will manifest itself in your life. So we have, the first is examination. You have to be tested. If you're being tested right now, you came to the right church. We're all being tested. But we know that the testing of our faith produces perseverance in us, is what James, the brother of Jesus, said in his book, the book of James, which is also Santiago in Spanish, in case you were wondering. Then there's gestation. There's a season of hiding. There's a season of weight carrying. There's a season that if I release this too prematurely, it won't be healthy. And so God is developing something inside of you without you ever going public with it because you, it needs to develop and get healthy. I don't know if you have something right now that God's called you to that you know that if you were to release it, it would be too early. Don't jump too soon. Don't, don't release it too early because God is going to use God is going to use the thing that he's called you to in a greater and mighty way if you you let it develop inside of you. The third thing is revelation. When you begin to reveal, when you begin to reveal what God has given you to the public. This is uh, kind of something like a, like a gender reveal. Has anyone ever seen? We didn't have these when I, when I was having children 12 years ago. This wasn't a thing. 11 years ago, this wasn't a nine years ago. This wasn't a thing. But now it's a thing. A, a gender reveal party is now a thing. And so you, you, you get to a point to where you reveal what God has called you to. You begin to reveal what God has brought to you in a public way. I want you to see these gender reveal failures. Take a look. Oh my gosh. You're gonna have a brother. Oh. One. What is it? Pop it. Pop it.
it's a boy. Are you serious? I'm not even kidding. You said the blue, the two was blue. Did you look? I left it. It says two blue. These Where are twos. Two? We scribbled it out. Look, it's a two. Two. They're blue. Are you serious? Okay, we're going to pretend this didn't happen. I'm going to get the other ones and it's going to go blue and no one else will know. <laughs> Gender reveals gone wrong. Let me tell you right now, if you reveal the prophetic word that God gave you to the wrong person at the wrong time to the wrong group of people, they have the ability to squelch your dream, to push it somewhere aside, to tell you, oh, don't do that. Your dad did that and he failed, or I've tried that before. That doesn't work. It's interesting that if you tell your dream to the wrong person, it will fail miserably. But if you tell your dream to the right person, if it's revealed by God and you tell it to the right person, the right person with the right dream telling it to the right people will see your dream explode. We'll see your dream to the extreme. And here's what it says in Luke 41 verses, uh, Luke 1, 41 through 44. It says, at the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. I wish I had a church filled with the Holy Spirit. I wish I had a dream. And I wish I saw someone, I wish I could see someone's dream right now and let you know that your dream is enabling my dream. Elizabeth gave a glad cry and explained to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of the, my Lord should visit me when I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. See, joy is contagious. The joy of what God has given you is contagious. I came to preach to someone today that your dream is making my dream leap. That your dream inside is making my dream leap. I'm getting excited for you because I know you're going to come out of here way better than you went in. I know that you're going to be manifesting a call of God on your life that is stronger than ever before. When I get around the right people that know how to dream big dreams, when I get around the right circle of people that know how to support and push me to beyond my limits, to know that God has called me to a greater purpose. That is when the thing that God has put inside of me begins to come forth. And I want to let you know today that you got a pastor that is in your corner right now. You got a church that is in your corner right now. I'm excited for you. I exist so that your dream can, trump, can come true. So go ahead and start that business. Go ahead and, and jump back into school. Go ahead and finish those classes. Go ahead and restart that thing. Go ahead and stand on the promises of God. If you got a word from God and it was, it was in gestation, now you need to reveal it publicly. I want to let you know I am here for you today. It's hard during these times. It's hard to understand, God, what are you trying to do? What are you trying to reveal? What are you trying to accomplish? What are you trying to do in my life? And I just want to let you know that your dream makes my dream a reality and vice versa. I'm here to simply let you know, I believe in your dream. I believe in your dream. I believe in whatever dream you got, whatever dream God has given you. If you have a gender reveal at my house, it won't be a failure because I love you and I'm here for you. In times like these, we don't need someone to tell us our dream can't come true. We don't need someone to tell us that the church won't survive. We, we don't need someone to tell us about, about the unemployment rate. We are fully aware how devastating this has been.
We are fully aware on how, on how, on how, how many dreams are, are seemingly dying, but I believe that this will give forth a, a season of new dreams, of new ideas, new thoughts, new transitions. The last thing, if you have examination, gestation, revelation, you have manifestation. When you see what you've been carrying in person, when God's presence begins to manifest in your life, it is an unstoppable force. The enemy cannot stand the manifest presence of the Holy Spirit. Demons flee, devils flee, and what happens is you begin to walk under a new anointing, a manifest presence of God anointing. And this word doesn't get used a lot because a lot of times we talk about demonic manifestations, but I didn't come to preach to you about possession or oppression or manifestation of the demonic kind. I came to preach to you today on the manifestation of the godly kind, that when you walk into a room, it is clear that you are carrying something that no one else has ever seen before that when you walk into a room that your dreams and your desires and your anointing from the throne room of God are manifesting in your life wherever you set foot begins to be territory that you begin to occupy and right now what you're lacking is a manifestation of God's presence because you're watching me in your pajamas you're on your phone your kids are screaming your dog's got to go outside you've already turned off the stream I'm not even I'm probably preaching to my mom and maybe my wife later on on replay but what I want to let you know is when we get out of this thing, when we're, when, we're, when we're pushed out of this thing, I believe that we can walk around with the manifest presence of God as, as clear as day, a new anointing, a fresh touch, uh, something special on your life. When you walk into the room, when you, when you step out onto the, onto the, to the ground that God has called you to, you will walk out a, a prophetic, uh, a, a, an agent of the manifest presence of God. I just feel the Lord in that, that you won't walk out anymore as just a stay-at-home mom. You won't walk out anymore as a small business owner, but you're going to walk out as someone that carries the manifest presence of the Almighty God, someone that is filled with the Spirit, someone that is guided by the Spirit. I'm preaching a really long time today because I'm tired and tired of seeing people's dreams die in the womb of their calling. I want to let you know we're not going to abort it. We're not going to, we're not going to miscarry it. We're going to take it all the way through to manifest, and you're going to walk out of here. You're going to walk out of here changed, set free, delivered in Jesus name in Jesus name Psalm 113 I'll close with this verse praise the Lord praise the Lord yes give praise O servants of the Lord praise the name of the Lord blessed be the name of the Lord now and forever everywhere from east to west praise the name of the Lord for the Lord is high above the nations his glory is higher than the heavens who can be compared with the Lord our God who is throned on high he stoops down to look on heaven he stoops to look down on heaven and on earth he lifts the poor from the dust and the needy from the garbage dump. I don't know if you feel needy or poor right now, but I want to let you know that God is looking down upon you and he is going to lift you up. He sets them among princes and even the princes of his own people. He gives childless woman. He gives the childless woman a family. He gives the childless woman a family making her a happy mother. You, O oh childless people, 
sing praise. Praise be to God when you can't see it. Praise be to God when you can't feel it. Praise be to God when it hasn't happened yet. Praise be to God when you thought by now it would be different. Praise be to God when you thought by now you would have been able to find the right one. You would have been married by now. Praise be to God that you thought that the business would have been profitable by, by now. Praise be to God you thought the promotion would have happened by now. Praise be to God, oh childless woman, for he is making you a mother today. God is imparting a prophetic vision over your life. He is imparting a prophetic word over your life right now. I, 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 don't need, uh, I don't need people in the room in order to speak life into you today to say that God's will will be manifested in your life in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, what you thought was impossible becomes possible with God. In Jesus' name. Every dream, every desire, everyone watching this right now, Every heartache, every pain, every ache, every question that you've asked God during this season at the time of this recording, we're in a tough season as a world. I just want to let you know, those that are childless, God will give you strength. God will give you strength in Jesus' name. God will give you strength in Jesus' name. I speak life into all dead places. Maybe you came in here today, and before you could begin to dream, a God dream, you need to receive salvation. And if you're watching this right now and you don't know the Lord, I just want you to know that we are here for you and we want to support you in that first dream. This is the dream that's eternal. This is the only dream that will last forever. Everything else will rot away. All the things that we do here on earth will rot away, but your soul will live forever somewhere. Everyone will live forever somewhere. And it's my job today to make sure that that somewhere for you is heaven so if you don't know the Lord, just, just right now, I want you to, I want you to just uh, take a moment, reflect on your life, and ask yourself, do I, do I know the Lord? If you do not know the Lord, just type saved in the comment section. On both platforms, YouTube and Instagram, YouTube and Instagram, YouTube and Facebook, just type saved. Saved. If you need to be saved, just type saved right now. Maybe you came across the stream, it was an accident, you didn't even mean to. I believe that God's brought you here. I don't believe it was an accident. I don't believe it was a coincidence. Just type saved. Saved. Saved right now in the comment section. Someone will be there to pray for you. Our prayer team is praying. Believers, edit wherever you are. Just begin to pray right now. I, I believe that God will be compelling you right now in Jesus' name. I'm going to say a prayer of blessing over you. Father, we want to be saved. Those that are saved, we want to be known by you. We want to be used by you. And I just pray that you would bring salvation to every home that needs it. And I pray that you would bring restoration to every home that needs it. And I pray that you would bring manifestation to every single believer that needed this word today. Just pray that you'd manifest your presence in every laundry room, in every living room, in every bedroom, everywhere where we're watching this. I just pray the manifest presence of God would go before us, beside us, behind us, all around us. Just like we sang this morning, for generations upon generation upon generation, we want the manifest presence of God in Jesus' name. Father, we love you. We thank you for what you're doing in our church. Thank you for your word. <sighs> thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you guys. We'll see you very soon. Oh.
Thanks again for joining us, and thank you to those who give generously to make the ministry possible. You can click the link in our description to give now or visit givetofocus.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, and while you're at it, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at MyFocusChurch. We'd love to hear how God is speaking to you.